Hello, everyone. We are back with our podcast for founders, where we talk with other founders about what it's really like to start and run your own company. We get into the nitty gritty details about um, what sucks, what's awesome. Um, you know, sometimes you have a big idea, but you don't know what you're doing. Sometimes you think you know what you're doing, and then halfway through, you realize you're an idiot. Sometimes you don't have any money. Sometimes you hire a bunch of people, and then you realize you can't pay those people. There's a lot that can go wrong when starting and running a company, but there's a lot that can go right too. So we want to get those stories from actual founders. And this week we're doing that with Mark Held. He is the CEO at Armada. That's actually his third startup. So he's got lots of lessons learned that he's going to share with you on this podcast. So if you like learning cool lessons from smart people, then you should keep listening. Okay, let's begin. Mark, so let's talk about why are you an entrepreneur? So my, my philosophy behind all of this is, you know, I like building shit um, and I have this character defect where I need to constantly be doing things. So, you know, I, I, I didn't always work for myself. Uh, I used to work at EMC, I worked at ad agencies, I worked, you know, at a, at a bunch of places. Um, but when I realized that, you know, hey, I could do this stuff myself and build my own team and solve problems for customers the way I wanted to. It kind of just you know fell into place, and now I can't imagine doing anything uh, in a different way. Cool. So Armada, is this your first company? No, 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 no. Armada is not my first company. Um, I started my first company while I was still in college. We were building a kind of – think um, Amazon Echo, but way back – um, this was right around the time that, that, that smartphones were, were becoming prevalent, uh, started a thing, did a startup weekend, uh, tried to build Jarvis from Iron Man. We built a personal assistant that woke you up, read you the news, uh, said, you know, this is what's going to impact you throughout the course of your day. And we just kept on getting smarter and smarter. You'd interact with us over voice. Uh, and we got to the point where we were making, you know, predictions about hyper contextualized content that would be relevant to you based on your traffic patterns and your routes home from work and what you got in your fridge and that kind of stuff. Uh, so <laughs> long story short, no, Armada is not, not my first, not my first roadshow. Wow. First so, roadshow. Okay. So what were you doing before? What, what even got you to that point? So I this I, I was in school at the time. Uh, I was I started out as a computer engineer, uh, which is kind of this weird little layer between electrical engineering and computer science. Um, I jumped into industrial engineering, which is basically you know the business students of the engineering world, uh, and then eventually decided that you know computer science was what I wanted to do. So I did that for some time started to find out more and more about what was going on in the startup world and uh, started going to events, met a bunch of people, and then uh, that's pretty much it. So what really pushed you over that threshold where you were working for other people and then decided to venture out and do something on your own? And then maybe just explain what that experience of starting your first company was, was really like. From a pure economics perspective, it makes more sense to start companies when you're young. You're in school, you have housing. I mean, granted, you know, your 
paying for it in some way, shape, or form. Uh, it's a really easy way to try risky things. And if you fail, you know, whatever. It's not the end of the world. You're still in school. You're still doing stuff. Um, and and when I had that notion, I, I guess that's kind of when I bit the bullet and, and got the bug. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I guess taking your experience here in college, Armada is obviously, it sounds like it might be your third startup, but why don't you talk about, you know, the startup that you just came fresh off of before sure. jumping into Armada, you know, what, you know, what was, uh, weft, um, you know, what was that experience like, what were you doing and how's that kind of shaped you as a leader? Yeah. So, so for context, my, my previous company, Weft, was a company that manufactured a device to track shipping containers around the world for super low cost, selling mostly to shipping lines to help them reduce the number of assets on their books. Uh, this is, you know, us trying to solve the fire station problem, which is, you know, how do you design a city such that you have the fewest number of fire stations covering the most amount of, uh, of area. Uh, we applied a lot of those kinds of techniques to the shipping industry. So how do you have the fewest number of containers covering the most amount of the country of the world as, as, as possible? Um, so you're not shipping empty containers everywhere. Uh, and then we started to go upstream and we were tracking boats and airplanes using you know, a bunch of different technologies. Uh, and then we started making predictions about what was going to happen. So what's throughput looking like at this port, at this trade lane? How is this carrier performing? What's congestion looking? like capacity, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and then we eventually started to make predictions about commodities markets using this information. Uh, so, you know, how is oil, LNG, LPG going to be impacted by all sorts of disruptions in, in the supply chain? And we did that pretty much better than anybody else in the world. Um, so that, that got acquired this summer, and now I'm working on a new thing, which kind of has has a lot of the same similarities uh, with respect to the areas that we're targeting, but completely different uh, product and market segment and value prop. How did uh, how did you go from building uh, a Jarvis to put it in your <laughs> own words to jumping into something like Weft? I feel like every computer scientist wants to build Jarvis at some point in their career. Sure. Um, it's just something that everybody does. They build their own little speech thing and their own little connected device thing. So I'm going to turn on a coffee machine with Wi-Fi and do it from my bed and that kind of stuff. Um, it's just a rite of passage. Um, how that translates into into Weft was uh, I was working on a research project in the connected devices space um, that kind of lent itself to what we were doing in in the, uh, the company was called Zazu the Zazu days um, and the very first incantation of Weft was kind of a spinoff of that so I had just moved to San Francisco. Uh, and I was staying at a hacker hostel, which is basically an apartment with 20 nerds in it. Um, and the very first week I was there, there were a bunch of bicycles that got stolen. So I, me being the engineer that I am said, Hey, I can solve this problem. I designed a piece of hardware to fit inside of the frame of a bicycle. Problem with that is 
you know, the market size is probably around a hundred people because the people of the expensive <laughs> bicycles aren't going to be leaving them outside. And the people of the shitty bicycles, you know, they're not going to be paying lots of money to have them tracked. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that didn't really go anywhere, but because I was in the mobile industry for, for a while, I end up at mobile world Congress pretty much every year, uh, which is this big mobile conference. that's kind of like CES on steroids, uh, but it's in Barcelona. Um, so I was at Bar- in Barcelona and I found out that shipping containers being stolen was a massive problem because we had a bunch of people that we had worked with that were like, oh shit, my shipping container in Africa just completely went off the map and now I'm going to be delayed. <laughs> so me being you know, the enterprising person that I am, repurposed the hardware to track shipping containers and that market in and of itself is massive. Um, I think it's a $40 billion a year problem just in the United States. So I repurposed the hardware for that, started to get some more traction, started to figure out that no one really knows what's going on inside of the global supply chain, um, and, and you know, the rest is history. You don't shy away from hardware. Why is that? I feel like hardware gets this bad rap, but then you have a lot of talented people out there that do some interesting things leveraging hardware and software. Um, you haven't shied away from it even now. You know, is there something that you like about it? You just enjoy kind of the physical and bits and bytes, you know? There's a lot of good proprietary data that comes out of hardware. Uh, when you don't rely on other people for data sets, mm-hmm. it makes life much easier. Because mm. um, traditionally, you know, if you're a data guy and you're trying to just run analysis on as many data sets as you can get your hands on, you have to acquire the data somehow. And you either build it, you buy it, or you partner with people to, to make it happen. Um, the data sets that we're interested in right now, they don't really exist. So you have to build something that allows you to capture that data so you can run analysis on it. Sure. So not long at all after WEFT, you jumped in and started Armada. Can you talk us through that decision? Yeah, once again, character defects. Uh, I can't sit still. <laughs> uh, so I, I took some time off, did some traveling, um, and and you know we hadn't really solved the logistics problem. We solved the commodities problem with with Weft, um, or I shouldn't say solved it, but we we got to a really good point. Um, and and me being the crazy person that I am, said you know hey you know we learned a lot in the logistics space. Why don't I try to do something there? Uh, and when I had the insight that we could build things in a very specific way to get proprietary data for pretty much nothing. You know, it kind of lent itself to starting a new thing and recruiting a team and putting together some funding so that we could grow quickly. Um, and that's that's it. I don't think I shared what Armada is yet. Yeah, let's do uh, that now. Okay, uh, so so Armada is is pretty similar to what we were doing at Weft. Um, so the, the problem that we solve is, say you're a large manufacturer, and one of the companies we work with, they at any point in time have roughly $20 billion worth of goods in their supply chain. And the way that they operate is, say they're manufacturing a widget, and that widget's got 10 components. Nine components will arrive on time, and one component will get there late. And they don't actually care about the one that got there late. It's the nine that got there on time that they spent money on that they could have waited a couple extra days for. The problem that these companies run into is coordinating assets so that they're shipping things to the right place at the right time. And for every day that we could reduce the the, the number of days that the asset stayed on the, this company's books is worth roughly $60 million for them. So we developed a piece of hardware to track pallets for super cheap. We pretty much give them away. Um, 
a manufacturer, a beneficial cargo owner, a retailer, a distributor, someone who, who actually ships product around the world uh, would put our hardware into their pallets. We would run analysis on the data to figure out this is what this carrier's on-time performance is. This is how this airline is doing. This is how this airport is going to be you know, impacted by X, Y, and Z things so that you know, the VP of logistics at pretty much any major manufacturing company could say, you know, hey, I'm not going to do things the way that it's always been done before. I'm going to look at actual data and pick the right people to ship uh, at the right time. That's pretty much, you know, Armada. <laughs> a roundabout way of explaining what it is we do. So, so uh, kind of peeling the onion back there. Obviously, this one client that you uh, just walked us through has you know a lot to really uh, gain uh, yes. in terms of cost savings. But you know, thinking about kind of the, the the broader opportunity, like you're doing some really interesting stuff with data. Then, yes. Um, you're making a lot of data informed decisions. How's that kind of in in the logistics supply chain world? How how do you kind of see see that play out? Are people kind of just saying, "Hey, I want a dashboard"? Are they saying, uh, "Hey, Mark, team at Armada, like I want you to actually start to tell me what exactly I should do based on the output of your analysis, and I'm going to just start doing it, or I'm going to automate huge decision uh, trees to go ahead and take your recommendation." So every company's supply chain is different. They all do things in a different way. They can all handle certain amounts of buffer stock and variability. So at this moment, we're not really ready to automate that part of the supply chain. We're really here to report the news and tell you what's going on. Mm -hmm. And then the people who actually know how the companies operate, they use our data to make decisions. Sure. And what's kind of your, your business model? Granted, you know, you're less than a year in, but like, what are your thoughts on your, your business model? How are you like iterating through that as you're going through it, the thick of it right now? Yeah. So, so the, the business model is really simple. Uh, it's anywhere from two to $5 per shipment per month. Yep. So say you're doing 10,000 shipments a month, we would charge you, you know, X thousand dollars a month, you would get all the hardware you needed for those shipments. We would deal with all the logistics behind the logistics. Um, and that's pretty much it. Very simple. And, uh, so like, uh, I am, uh, Acme widget company mm-hmm. and I do 10,000 shipments a month. Uh, basically you will give me, uh, as many sensors or pieces of hardware as I need to put on, you know, as many pallets as I have. And, exactly. And, and, and can I dispose of the, the device or do I recycle you, it? Like what happens to you, the hardware? You can dispose it. We designed the hardware to be recyclable, okay, uh, but because awesome. they're so, so low cost, you know, we don't really mind if they're disposed. Uh, I mean, of course, if you recycle them, we give you a credit to use for your next shipments just because we, we, we don't really like filling up landfills. Um, plus, you know, there's inherent cost in building a thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so we, we try to be as conservative as possible there. So what does your team look like? How many people work at Armada? It's just the three of us right now. Uh, and we're, we're, we're onboarding a couple, couple new guys pretty soon. Okay. So now you're on your third startup. Can you talk a little bit about the lessons you've learned that have informed your decisions now that you're at Armada? So I think really the most important thing about any company is, you know, the team that you surround yourself with. Um, It's tremendously, tremendously, tremendously important uh, for you to instill a culture 
uh, that you know is representative of the things that you want to do from day one and be really explicit about the people you hire, the people you work with, and the 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 way that the people you work with think about the world. Any other advice for founders out there or, or people who are thinking about starting their own company? Just fucking do it. Um, I mean, honestly, that's, <laughs> that's really it. It doesn't, it doesn't matter if it's big or small. If you're interested in doing something, just do it. The money will come. Everything else is, is secondary. Santos, do you have anything else? Uh, that is all for me. I, I appreciate, you know, your, your candidness, your willingness to kind of take <laughs> us through your story. Yeah, it was great. Um, Thank you so much. And, well, thanks uh, for the time guys. Yeah. Look forward to connecting. Appreciate it, Mark. All right. Again, that was Mark Held. You can learn more about what he and his team are building at armada.ai. If you want to learn more about Dynamo Accelerator and Fund, you can find that information out at dynamo.vc. Applications just open for our next cohort. So if you're a founder, check us out. Also, if you want to stay on top of all the amazing innovations happening in logistics, transportation, and supply chain, you should check us out at hitthebutton.com. That is our online logistics tech publication. We have experts contributing from across these industries talking about all the important topics that are in the news right now. We have AI, autonomous, robotics and manufacturing, and much more. That's all at hitthebutton.com. All right, enjoy the rest of your week.